Good morning. It's Wednesday, April 21st. I'm Ian Scotto, and this is your Daily Brief. Former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin was found guilty on all counts yesterday for the May killing of George Floyd. Judge Peter Cahill also revoked Chauvin's bail. He'd been out on bail since fall and scheduled a sentencing hearing for June. Chauvin was convicted on three counts, second-degree unintentional murder, third-degree murder, and second-degree manslaughter. The charges carry maximum sentences of 40, 25, and 10 years, respectively, but guidelines for those without prior arrests, as in Chauvin's case, are 12 and a half, 12 and a half, and four years. Analysts say the sentences are likely to run concurrently as opposed to consecutively, which would significantly shorten any jail time. Cities across the U.S. had braced for the verdict after protests, many of which grew violent, swept across the nation last summer. There were few reports of clashes with police or violence yesterday, with most protests turning celebratory following the conviction. The conviction is expected to be appealed. Experts say Chauvin's defense may argue the widespread publicity of the case influenced juror perception and focus on Cahill's denial of requests to sequester the jury or move the case from Minneapolis. Three other officers involved in the killing, Tal Fow, J. Alexander Kang, and Thomas Lane, go on trial August 23rd for charges they aided and abetted Chauvin. Russia has amassed more than 100,000 troops near the Ukraine border in recent weeks, according to U.S. intelligence. Satellite images also reveal the country has moved a number of fighter jets, armored ground units, attack helicopters, and other forces to strategic locations across the region. Western officials say the buildup is larger than that seen in 2014 when Russia invaded Ukraine and took control of the Crimean Peninsula. Analysts say it's unclear whether Russia is posturing or planning significant action. Ukrainian officials worry Russia is looking for a pretext to invade the eastern Donbass region, which has a strong separatist movement. Moscow also plans to close parts of the Black Sea through October for military exercises, likely restricting Ukraine's ports along the Sea of Azov. Chad's president, Idris Davy died yesterday from injuries sustained during clashes with rebels in the northern part of the country over the weekend. While details are murky, army generals said only that he died from gunshot wounds. His death would mark a rare instance of a modern world leader dying in active combat while holding office. A French-trained fighter pilot, Davy assumed control of the Central African country in 1990 after ousting his former ally Hissane Habre in a successful coup. Davy's death comes just days before the country's election commission was expected to certify him as the winner of an April 11th election that experts allege was rife with fraud. Davy claimed almost 90% of the vote. The country's parliament was dissolved on the news with a curfew implemented and borders shut. Davy's son, Mahamat Idris Davy, will reportedly lead a transitional government with the promise of elections next year. 
in sports, Manchester United and Chelsea among six English clubs that reverse course and pull out of European Super League that was announced just three days ago. Kate McKinnon tapped as Carol Baskin, John Cameron Mitchell cast as Joe Exotic in NBC's Joe Exotic limited series. Jim Steinman, legendary rock composer best known for Bat Out of Hell and Total Eclipse of the Heart, dies at 73. Former president of Hollywood Foreign Press Association, Philip Burke, expelled his member after alleged racist email. Archaeologists conclude a mass Tyrannosaurus gravesite discovered in Utah suggests the predator may have been a pack animal, not a solitary hunter, as previously believed. Lack of sleep identified as a risk factor for elderly dementia. Three-decade study shows less than six hours of consistent sleep in your 50s and 60s is linked to a 30% increased risk of dementia in your late 70s. Two new neural network computing approaches allow researchers to solve families of partial differential equations, complex equations that describe real-life systems, like the weather, in record time. U.S. stock markets down, driven by declines in travel and tech sectors. Netflix shares slide more than 8% in after-hours trading after adding 4 million subscribers in Q1 versus Wall Street expectations of 6.2 million. Venmo to roll out ability to buy and sell cryptocurrencies in a move similar to parent company PayPal last year. European rollout of Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine to resume with warning label, citing a very rare risk of blood clots. Nine cases and one death have been possibly linked to the drug in the U.S. out of almost 7 million shots. More than 51% of U.S. adults have received one vaccine dose. 40% are fully vaccinated. Pakistan parliament debates whether to expel the French envoy from the country a move pushed by Islamist factions angry over France's allowance of characters of the Prophet Muhammad. House rejects measure to censure Representative Maxine Waters, Democrat of California, in party line 216-210 vote. Waters sparked backlash with comments suggesting protesters should be, quote, more confrontational if Derek Chauvin was found not guilty. Enjoy this briefing? Get a daily news briefing every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing to try1440.com. Hey everyone, if you're anything like me, I can guess that your time in the morning is pretty limited. And the last thing we want to do is filter through piles of biased news disguised as fact. So why joined 1440? And you can too. Get a daily news briefing delivered every morning straight to your inbox by subscribing at www.try1440.com.